Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host Robin Aldea. Hello everyone and welcome to today's brand new episode of Growth Week. Now today we are continuing with our conversation about becoming the ideal team player. We've been speaking all about what does the ideal team player look like and we said that they have to have four different characteristics and that is number one to be vulnerable number two to be humble number three to be hungry and number four to be smart and so we spoke all about being vulnerable we spoke all about being humble so if you missed the first three episodes of this week we want to encourage you to go and catch up on those because it'll just give you a more full picture of exactly what we are covering this week now today we are talking about something that's probably one of my favorite characteristics out of this whole week and that is to be hungry so pastor jay take it away what does it mean to be hungry Yeah, it's interesting that you say this is your favorite one. We have already covered two. And we said yesterday, the first two, no one really desires those two. You know, like, uh, are you telling me something that you're not desiring to be humble and you're not desiring to be vulnerable? (laughs) You just want to be angry? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. Hunger. We love hungry people in our organization. And here's the thing. Hunger is one of those common traits for almost every successful person you can think of. If they have done something significant, if you ask them, they were hungry for it. And, you know, if you're not hungry for success, chances are you're not going to succeed. Mm. If you're not hungry for growth, we're talking, we're all about growth. And if you're not hungry for growth, you're not going to grow. I've seen people that have been part of this journey with us, but they've really not caught that hunger for growth. And they still stagnate. They're still in the same place. Nothing is changing. Mm. But when you are hungry, you will find means to grow. And so hunger is very, very important. Somebody once asked Steve Jobs, what keeps you motivated? And he simply said, my hunger for success. And as he was trying to elaborate this, he said, you have to be ambitious and passionate about what you believe you are called to do. Otherwise, you're not going to achieve it. So there's this hunger that comes from within that drives people to do things that they never thought possible. And I love the biblical version of it. Obviously, all these things stem out from some biblical truth. And Matthew chapter number five, verse six, one of the Beatitudes, I love this one. I love talking about it. I love preaching about it is verse six, where he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. So the satisfaction in life, whether it's because of your spiritual walk or just because of success or growth, it comes out of hunger. Jesus doesn't say, you know, blessed are they that just casually do things. Mm. Those who hunger and thirst will be satisfied. So if you are really hungry and you're thirsty for success or for growth, If you are really hungry to achieve things on your team, it will be evident for everybody. And the Bible actually says you will be satisfied. There is a satisfaction that is guaranteed only for those 
who are hungry. And here's what I like about this. Hunger is something that is personal. I cannot get hungry for you, Robin. I can teach you. I can tell you about food. I can tell you about what I want to have for lunch or supper. And it could be the most delicious food. But if you're not hungry, it Mm. means nothing to you. And I cannot make you hungry. So hunger is one of those things we all have to develop personally. Definitely. And I think hunger is just one of those things that, like you said, it is completely personal. You have to know what you are hungry for, because again, you can be hungry for all the wrong kinds of things Mm. as well, which we're going to get to in a little bit. But as you were just challenging me, you know, about being vulnerable and being humble, I was just thinking about people who are hungry. They kind of get judged quite a bit because they can come (laughs) off as quite passionate, quite intense. And I I know I've definitely been on that side of things where people have misunderstood where I'm coming from because when I'm in something, I'm in it. And this is probably, it's, it's one of my strengths, but it can also be one of my weaknesses because when I'm on a mission, I definitely have blinkers on, you know, (laughs) especially at church on Sundays. Like I've had people pull me inside and be like, hi, you just walked past me five times without saying hello. And I'm like, I honestly didn't see because I'm so focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. Like that hunger to just succeed and to exceed expectations is so great within me that it's tunnel vision kind of thing. That's right. You have actually gone into how we're going to end this whole uh, conversation because the reality is it's a combination of all these things. You know, it's vulnerability, humility, hunger, and being smart. So here's the thing. People who are hungry, like you just said, people who are hungry Mm. are often confused with people who are not humble. So somebody can be hungry and you think they're not humble. They're just pushing for something. But it's not true. You can be both hungry and humble at the same time. And I think that hunger, when it comes down to it, and when you want to grow in this area, it's probably one of the hardest of the four to change because you literally need to change your appetite. That's good. You need to change your palate, so to speak. And so you get three kinds of people that display hunger within teams. Number one is those who have natural hunger. Now, these are the people that are just predisposed to being hungry, either because it's a part of their personality Mm. that inclines them to work hard, or maybe they were just raised in an environment that instilled the value of hard work, strong work ethic in them. And these are the kind of people that even without external motivation, they tend to just work hard and go the extra mile. Yeah, Robin, you tend to be one of those. I think when we did that uh, working genius, you kind of came out as one of those people who are tenacious. You set your eyes on a goal and you go for it. So yeah, I love that hunger in you. Thank you, Pastor Jay. Well, the second kind of person is someone who has passion for the mission. Now, these people are great too. These are people that maybe they're not naturally hungry the way that those who just have it instilled in them are, but they develop, intentionally develop hunger because they're personally connected to the purpose, to the vision, to the mission of an organization or a department where they work. That's really good because I've also seen it on our team. There's somebody who joined our team and they came alive. Their entire life kind of was changed by just being part of our team. So 
you know, they came into an environment where we had goals, we were going and we were growing. They just joined at the right time mm -hmm. and that sparked a hunger in them and it's beautiful to watch. Definitely. And they are thriving. So these kind of people, they require a little bit of extra motivation to get going. So it's extremely important for someone to help them identify that passion and then to, you know, when they get discouraged, to remind them of the mission quite regularly. But once they get going, they generally tend to just keep the fire mm, going. Mm. And then the third kind is someone who has affection for the team that they are working with. Now, these people are not necessarily naturally hardworking or passionate about what the organization is doing, but they actually find their hunger in their desire to serve the people around them. And these are the people that simply don't want to let others down. They don't want to let their colleagues down. And so they need quite a lot of motivation that helps them just to facilitate that appreciation of others on the team and so I thought that was just quite an interesting thing to throw in there to show like what can hunger look like yeah you know just because it looks one way to me especially to me who has yeah. a lot of hunger it can look different for other people I, li I like that Robin because there are some people that we can easily rule out especially that last category mm. you know they don't have the same passion or they're not as outgoing talking about organizational goals but they are so hungry in that they look for opportunities to serve those people. I've had seasons in my life where some people have come alongside me just to really make sure that I get what I need to do mm. done. And their passion was just to help me. Like whatever it takes, whatever it looks like, I might look like I'm just sitting doing nothing. But the moment you call on me, I will come alive and I will serve you. And with that being said, it's clear that there are some things that show us what hunger is. Yeah. And then there are some things that show what hunger is not. And so we're going to go into that right now. Yeah. So the obvious one here is that hungry people are always looking for more. Mm -hmm. You cannot claim to be hungry and you're satisfied at the same time. You know, hunger is that desire to achieve more, to do mm -hmm. more, to see more. And this becomes obvious in everything that you do. There's always a drive for more. I think it's so true, Pastor Jay. There are so many people who claim to be hungry and they have that desire to be hungry, but they're actually not because they're already satisfied. I think that there's a lot of people walking around full of the wrong kinds of things. They yeah. are full on junk, but they're seriously lacking in the good areas, in the nutritional areas, if you want to put it yeah. like that. So I remember I was just sharing with you the other day, I was listening to someone speak and they were sharing that the average male will spend 10,000 hours on video games. And the same male could spend 10,000 hours getting their bachelor's degree, their honors and their master's degree. And that, for me, that spoke to hunger, mm. right? So if you are hungry for video games, you're going to snack all day long on video games. <laughs> and full, video games are not bad. I love video yeah. games. I love playing video games. But if that's all that I was hungry for, I would seriously be lacking in a lot of different areas in my life. So I think we've got a lot of people that are hungry, but then they fill themselves up with things that don't matter going into eternity and don't matter going into building a good life for yourself, maybe for your family. And I think that that's a real problem. They never actually get to be full and satisfied with the right healthy kinds of things and become who they're meant to be.
That's good. You know, it, it reminds me of that need to show our passion. And even during growth week, we were talking around the table how somebody on the team seems to come alive on things that just really mean nothing to the rest of the team, to the organization rather. So if we were just having casual chat, they come alive. They've got mm. extra information. They just, you know, they you can see a passion. You can see mm. them come alive. Or maybe they're talking about other things that have got no real connection to the organization. But the moment we start talking about things concerning growth, concerning the organization, they seem to be just quiet and they're like, uh, where's mm-hmm. that passion? Where's that drive? And I remember there was actually a moment when we were having uh, like one of these table conversations and we were going deep into something and they were caught up on some form of conversation they were having on their own phone. And we kind of like, uh, this is what it looks like not to be hungry. It's mm-hmm. like you're not expressing a desire to want to know, to grow, to learn, because that's what hunger is. Hunger is always progressing towards reaching your full potential. Mm. If there's no forward movement, you're not hungry. You know, when you've got potential, it's not good enough, especially for us in church circles. We all know that God created us with a purpose. So there's always potential in anybody who really believes in Jesus Christ. There is potential. And knowing that you've got potential is not good enough. It's progressing towards that potential. And the only thing that separates a person with potential and the one that is going to uh, see the fulfillment of that potential is a hunger. Hunger drives you towards it. And it's almost knowing the price that was paid, Mm. right? Knowing the price that was paid for you to be able to live an abundant life. It almost doesn't make sense why you would want to go through life just not growing, just not being hungry, not being passionate. It doesn't make sense. And that brings me to the next point. You know, for me, it's crazy to think that there are actually some people out there who prefer a sense of detachment and routineness and pouring into them actually does not yield significant results. It doesn't give significant returns. Yeah. And that is just mind-blowing for people like us our team that are like hey we want to keep going for this and yeah what do you have to say about that possibly you know i actually had a conversation uh with with one member of our team and it it was just like a one-on-one and just saying you know what it seems like we're talking a lot and we're giving you so much input we're doing so much but the downside is there seems to be no progress there seems to be no fruit and are we missing each other somewhere? And then you realize that I even say to this particular person, unless there is some form of forward movement, I am mm. going to conclude that there's no amount of talking that's going to change yeah. anything anymore. So it's important that if you're hungry, you respond to the food. You know, if you're hungry, if I laid a table in front of you of choice food, a buffet as it were, you, you are just going to jump into that and take as much as you can but if you're not hungry just walk past it so then what do you do i think that's the natural question you know maybe someone is listening right now and they've realized that they are the person that is not hungry or maybe they're dealing with people around them um, either in a work environment this can apply anywhere really this can be frustrating in families this can be frustrating in friendships it can be applicable anywhere so how then do you develop hunger in yourself or help someone to develop hunger? Well, I want to just 
keep the tension on developing hunger on yourself because we're talking about the ideal team player. So yeah. we want you hungry enough that people will never mistake you as somebody who's not hungry. Mm. And so some of the things that we're going to be giving you, if you start working on these things, whether it's in, in your family, as friends, people will see that you are always hungry for something. So basically you're saying that there's not actually anything you can do for someone else. And that's super important. Yes, you can be yeah. supportive. You can be there for them. You can even try and grow alongside them. But like you said, there's that tension of it is up to you to cultivate the hunger, right? <laughs> that's right. Very true. And actually what you've just said can free some people because yeah. you've been trying so hard making the food, making sure that you avail books, podcasts maybe time you, time which is so valuable and precious right exactly and you've poured everything you possibly can and there's nothing that's changing with this person they're just not hungry hmm. i also see this as a parent you know my wife is often worried when kids are not eating you know i think that's uh, what mothers do but as a father i'm more on the side hey babes leave them alone if they get hungry they will look for food and that's true of hunger when you're really hungry i've seen people look for food in in the rubbish bin simply because they're hungry mm. and and you might say no i'll never do that because you're not hungry but when you're hungry you will do anything to satisfy that hunger so here is how you could develop hunger in yourself number one ask yourself daily every single day why do i want to be a part of this team or why am i doing what i'm doing because if your why is not strong enough your hunger is not going to be strong and you know pastor jay i remember around the table just asking this person i, I can't remember if it was myself or someone else on the team that said but why are you here mm. why are you here and i then remember saying for myself i know why i'm here i'm here because this is what i believe god has called me to do this is yeah. where i believe god has placed me this is my passion this is my livelihood there's so much of my life that i've poured into this organization organization and into this mission i know exactly why i'm here and just that frustration of thinking hey we're facing a possible shutdown <laughs> right yeah. of our office like we might never actually get to come back and yeah. work for this organization again but you're treating this casually and i'm like for me this isn't casual for me this is losing so much yeah should that happen and it was that sense of where else would I go? Mm. I don't know if you can relate, Pastor Jay, but yeah. it was really so intense in that moment for me. Oh, yeah, it, was, it really got tense because even uh, I could see the emotions that were uh, just building when the question why, especially uh, for this particular person, because everybody kept saying, why are you here? Why are you here? And to a large degree, I felt as if they actually don't know how to answer that mm. It, it feels like a tricky question when it's coming from somebody else. That's why I'm saying, ask yourself. Don't wait for people to ask you, why are you here? Because when people ask you, it kind of feels like they have already concluded you don't deserve to be here. But what we were trying to get at is, do you have a personal investment in this? Yeah. Are you actually able to say, I'm hungry for this. This is what I want to do. I am here because I want to serve i want to be the best i want to advance this organization and if your why is not strong enough you are always going to give up on whatever you want to achieve or whatever you're trying to do because of possible resistance 
there is always going to be setbacks. Mm-hmm. Setbacks are inevitable. But if the why is strong enough, the hunger will drive you through those setbacks. And the hunger will cause you to do whatever you need to do. I remember when we spoke about being humble, mm. we said that when you are humble, you will do the least impressive task you will do the most menial task hunger will cause you to do that too because if you are so hungry and you're so passionate about the organization or the mission that will cause you to do whatever is necessary even if you don't see the point in it sometimes you know what i i remember that week just after growth week i think even during growth week because i i got to spend some time with another a member of the team and they kept saying to me you know what's troubling me is the fact that you're even considering shutting down the office and that person was saying i can't have that and that kept ministering to me mm-hmm. because this person made it their mission to say i am not going to allow that to happen if i have to be the one who's asking everybody why are you here and i could see the <laughs> the, the passion whenever they asked why are you here for them it was actually a way of saying I have nowhere else to go. Mm. If you guys shut this thing down, my why is built around this team. And I know that there's a part for for me to play in this team. Because it's not a casual thing. It's not just a hobby. It's not just, you know, I do this to pass the time. It's actually serious. What's the next one? Yeah. So the second one I, I really believe is you need to spend time with people who are hungry for what you're hungry for Mm. or who have what you're hungry for. So Jim Ron is famously known for saying you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. And yeah, we can dive into this, but the idea is if you want to grow in a particular area, you need to spend time with people who are actually growing in that area. And then some of their belief systems, their attributes, their desires, their routines will also become your routines. It's more like when we use it in, in the sense of hunger, you know, there are certain foods that we have come to enjoy, say, Reddy and I as a couple, because we got married and maybe I didn't enjoy that in the beginning, but because I was eating it because I loved my wife, now I actually love it. I enjoy it because I developed an appetite for Mm. it by spending time with somebody who had a great appetite. You know, I remember asking you when you told me about this point, what about the people that spend time with hungry and passionate people, but that don't seem to develop that kind of hunger? So what would you say? Because there's a lot of people that would spend so much of their time around these amazing, powerful leaders, but they never actually move much closer to becoming (laughs) <laughs> the same kind of person. You know what? Uh, the fact that you asked that question told me that you're hungry for growth because I just made the statement and you kind of sit there and you kind of thought, mm, is it really true? Because I want to believe that if it was true, there are some people that we have on our team that should just be growing because mm-hmm. they have been with us for a long time. And then we realized how important the first point yeah. was. What is your why? Because you can spend time with the most intelligent people And just because you want to pass time, your why is, I just want to pass time. It's not like I desire to be like them. So your why will determine whether this point becomes true. So if you spend time with people who are growing in a particular area and your why is, I want to learn from them. I want to become like them. I want to absorb as much as I can from their routine, their habits. Of course, you are going to be more like them. But if you're just like, I just want to go see 
All you're going to do is observe and watch them grow. You know, Pastor Jay, I was just thinking, if your why isn't strong enough for why you want to be around phenomenal leaders, inspirational people, growing in leadership that are examples to you, you will end up overlooking the yeah. gift that is within them. That's You'll right. end up completely missing what it is you can glean from them, right? Yeah. So you may build a relationship with them, you may get to see them in action, but you'll never actually download anything of worth from them that you can put into your own life that'll produce fruit for you. More than just overlooking, Robin, I actually think you can you may end up despising mm. what they carry. Because I remember there was a time, and obviously it wasn't this past growth week, but even in part of airing our frustrations, I remember you were saying, somebody once said to me, oh yeah, all you talk about is growth. I'm like, that should be a good thing. If somebody is on your team and all they're talking about is growth, you could be like, wow, if ever I feel like I'm lazy and I don't want to grow, just hanging around them motivates me and encourages me to grow. But if you begin to despise something that is that great just because you're overlooking the importance of spending time with that, that particular person. <laughs> this is so deep. I feel like we could actually do entire episodes about each of these. But Pastor Jay, the next one is just as good. Tell us what that is. So this one carries a concept of making no room for mm. failure. I love it put this way, burn your boats. And it comes from this whole concept of the legend of Alexander the Great. He's known for having invaded the, the shores of Persia. He ordered all his uh, generals to burn all their ships. Mm. And he says to them, this was the statement he's quoted of saying, he said, guys, we are only going home on Persian ships mm. because ours are already burnt. There is no way, there's no turning back. There is no other option of this show unless we win. Mm. And I think hungry people have that in mind. Mm. They, they cannot accommodate failure. And I've seen it on our team. There are some people that the first sight of trouble or resistance or failure. It's like, ah, I give up. I tried. And yet there are some people that will be past midnight working hard saying, mm. surely there must be a way. We cannot bow down now. I say this is going to be done and it's going to be done. And it takes a certain amount of hunger to keep you working on something, even when it feels like it's going mm. on. It carries that sense of, hey, I'm going to conquer by running into the battle head first, not looking around me, not turning back, but just saying, no matter what, I'm going to conquer. And I love that idea. And that's a great attribute if you're part of a team. If people know that if you said we're going to do something, no matter what resistance you face, we can still count on you to be doing something. That's great. And that's what makes a great team. So if you want to be an ideal team player, you want to make sure that there's no room for failure in your life. You want to take us to the fourth one. So this is one last way that you can develop hunger. And that is to make in action incredibly painful. <laughs> so if you basically start to tell yourself that you refuse to be inactive, yeah. you refuse to sit around twiddling your thumbs, doing nothing, nothing, not being productive, not being a part of seeing an organization grow. You actually say that that is going to pain me. You will see yourself develop hunger more and more and more. And I think that one of the most painful things for me as a hungry person 
is when I feel like maybe I've come to a plateau or I'm stagnating in a certain area, but I see the people around me going forward, I'm yeah. like, that's painful for me. Yeah. And it's not because I'm in competition. It's not because I'm comparing myself, but because I find inaction incredibly painful. And when you refuse to be inactive, you actually find yourself opening up to a whole new world of opportunity to different things and especially things that you never even imagined yourself doing and i just remember we pointed out that one of our team members made that decision to refuse to be inactive yeah and that stands out all the time because this person when they came onto the team their decision was i remember a season when i was part of this team and I would sit there and I had nothing to do and I'll get bored and I'll be kind of like, when is somebody going to tell me something to do? But this time around, when they came onto the team, they just made a decision. As long as I'm part of this team, I will find something to do. And their eyes have been opened to all sorts of big and small opportunities. There's small things that they just find themselves doing. So if they finish working, they're like, what, what can I look for? What can I do to keep myself active? Because the idea of just sitting and waiting for knockoff time is so painful. And what I love about this team member is they eventually started opening their eyes to some of the things that we thought, you know, these are complicated things. These are specialized things. When we lost one of our other team members, obviously, when we asked that person to step off the team, there was a vacuum that was left. And they said, I'm not just going to sit around knowing that that work needs to be done. They started learning things that are complicated. And, and to be honest, they started learning things like editing. Editing is something that takes a lot of time. And when they started learning this thing, you can see now they're doing so well and they're excelling and it's just simply because they said i will not sit and say there's nothing to do i will equip myself i will learn something so that i'm never sitting inactive that's a great story that's a great attribute for a team player i love this pastor jay i think that someone who's listening right now who maybe feels like they need to develop some hunger in their life they can be encouraged they can be equipped in a sense to move forward and to start doing something so this is super practical yeah. which i love about just what we've shared today and so we want to encourage you amazing podcast listeners to really take today's conversation to heart think about those four areas that we spoke about in developing hunger and hold yourself up against them and say hey Am I slacking in this area? Can I do something to be more intentional about developing hunger for the right things in my life, in my team, in my work environment? And I promise you that you will become such a blessing to your boss, especially if they see you just come alive and start to do these things that you weren't hungry for before. And so tomorrow we're going to be doing our final episode of this week. I can't believe it's Already? over it's crazy it's crazy but this is going to be just as good so make sure that you do not miss it if you haven't already follow or subscribe to this podcast share it with a family member or a friend and we'll catch you again tomorrow until then let's keep growing